that name. I believe today you're going to experience a powerful anointing over you in that name. And I really am believing for an extra special presence of the Lord to everyone online today. Whether you're watching from Liberia or whether you're, you know, Brother Pablo watching here in in the western suburbs or my sister in Oklahoma, wherever. I am believing today, whether you're watching this live stream or whether you're watching this later, that you also are going to experience an an exceptional anointing today in the power of this name that breaks every chain, breaks every chain, breaks every chain in this name. So take your seat, please. God bless you. Thank you to our team. Rosie, get that song ready again. (laughs) Just saying. Our theme this year is a king and a cause. A focus on the greatest person that we could ever love and the greatest purpose we could ever live. I've entitled today's talk, The kingdom of God casting out demons. The kingdom of freedom. I shared a couple Sundays ago that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of hope. And how that hope is a rope. And we can have hope in a culture that is somewhat hopeless. And a few weeks before that, I was speaking on how this kingdom is a kingdom of peace. Where we don't have a worry in the world where we don't have a care that we've not cast on him who cares for us, that we take no anxious thought. This kingdom, this kingdom of God. And so today, I want to talk about freedom. And I want to talk about casting out demons. Would you reach your hand towards me, please, and pray for me? Father, in these next few moments, as we exalt the name that is above every name, I'm asking for an exceptional supernatural anointing beyond what any man can say, what any teacher can teach. I'm asking for the supernatural power and presence of the Holy Spirit to be upon every single person in this room and that are listening to these words. And Father, we believe you for the breakthrough today that freedom, freedom, freedom will be the portion of the children in the kingdom of God. I ask this now in your mighty name, amen. Thank you. In Matthew chapter 10, And verse 1, and when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out. He gave them power. This is the Greek word exousia. He gave them power to cast them out. This is the Greek word ekbalo. And it means leaving against your will, being cast out, run out, run off. He gave them power, exousia. Strong's concordance says exousia is authority. It is jurisdiction. It is the power, the right, and the strength. Exousia. Thayer's Dictionary says the capacity, the competency, and the mastery over unclean spirits. And so he gives this to them. And then he says to them in verse 7, And as you go with exousia, 
as you go with this authority, preach. And here's what I want you to say with this exousia power. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. As you exercise authority over unclean spirits, let everybody know that that kingdom is at bay and the kingdom of heaven is advancing forward. When the kingdom of heaven is at hand, the kingdom of hell will not prevail. One day at Caesarea Philippi, Jesus asked, who do people say I am? And the disciples said, well, some say you're John the Baptist has come back to life, and some say you're one of the prophets. And, and Jesus said, who do you say I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ. You are Yeshua Messiah. You are the son of the living God. And Jesus said, you didn't get that by yourself. He said, God has revealed that to you. And then he says this in verse 18 of Matthew 6. I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Death, darkness, and demons are dispelled and dispersed when the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The apostle John teaches us in his epistle, the third epistle, or the first epistle, the third chapter, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, the King of kings came to this planet that he might destroy the works of the devil. Destroy. This is a primary verb in the Greek language, luo. It means to loosen. For this purpose, Christ came to break up To dissolve and melt. To dissolve and melt. The visual here is this is what happens when you put salt on a snail. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might put salt on the snail of the works of the works of the devil. Thayer's Dictionary says, to loose one who is bound, to unbind, to release from chains that we were just singing about. I hear chains falling. I hear chains falling. Yes, that is the luo, the primary verb spoken of that this son of God has come to do, to loose one, to unbind, to release from chains, and to set free for this purpose. The Son of God was manifested. One day, on a Sabbath, in a synagogue, Jesus casts out an unclean spirit in a woman. And the leader of the synagogue was so upset that Jesus cast the spirit out because it was on a Sabbath. And Jesus said these words to this ruler of the synagogue, Luke 13, 16. He said, this dear woman 
a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released? Even on a Sabbath? And of course he went on to say, what a hypocrite. You'll take your own donkey for water. You'll take your own oxen. But this daughter of Abraham bound 18 years, this woman, isn't it right? Isn't it right that she be released from the bondage of the devil that's held her for 18 years? Held by Satan, bound, bowed, bent over by a demon for 18 years. This is the work of the devil that the Son of God came to destroy. And he says to her in verse 12, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. I like the English Standard Version, which says, Woman, you are freed. Now, that's the word I'm talking about today, is freedom. Freedom. The kingdom of heaven is a kingdom of freedom. This is our king, and this is his cause. This right here that happens in this moment is his kingdom come, and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And what is his will on earth? That bondage be broken, and that freedom come. In Matthew chapter 12, Jesus casts a demon out of a man who's blind and deaf. And it is so amazing to the crowd that they actually begin to wonder among themselves. And they say this out loud a lot. Could this not be, could this be the son of, the, of David? Could this be the son of David? I mean, look at what he's doing. Look at what he just did. Look at the authority he just exerted. Look at the kingdom he just broke and pushed back. Could this be the son of David? And of course, if he's the son of David, that means he's king. Could this not be the king? The king, could this not be the king? And as soon as the Pharisees hear this, they run right into the middle of that reasoning because that's the last thing they want the crowd to think, let alone say out loud. And they run right into the crowd. And here's the theology that they bring into the crowd. Well, this blind guy can now see and he can now hear. And he's been released by Jesus. And the demon has been cast out. Could this be the son of David? No! They run. Matthew 12, 24. Now the Pharisees heard it. And they said, no, 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 no. This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub. The ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and he said to them, hmm, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Every city or house that is divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? But 
if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. I like the way Luke recorded it. Jesus says in Luke eleven twenty, but if I cast out demons, watch, by the finger of God, then surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Beelzebub. Imagine how desperate they had to be to come up with that one. They come running in. No, 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 no. He's doing this by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons, the prince of the demons. Did you know that Beelzebub, his name means the dung god? He's the poo-poo god. The fertilizer god. And the parody of his name is that he is known as the Lord of the Flies. Makes a lot of sense. So I want to show you how unclean spirits operate today. And I want to show you how they work. And I want you to know they did not all disappear or dissipate after the first century church. I think a lot of them got elected to office. <laughs> so I want to show you how in the 21st century a demon can get access access to someone's life. That a demon can have an oppressive active role. I'm not talking about demon possession because I don't believe a Christian can have that, but I am talking about demon oppression and we know the weapons of our warfare, warfare, not carnal. We know that we fight against not flesh and blood, but principalities and spiritual battles and wickedness in high places. So this is not a new thought for New Testament Christians. As a matter of fact, the apostle Peter said to us in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, how many know he's not wearing red pajamas? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That, that word in the Greek means gulp, drink. It means uh, swallow it whole. He is looking whom he may devour. And so I want to show you how Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, can gain access, possibly gain access, possible venues of, uh, of open doors of opportunity, how he can gain access into someone's life. Four ways. Number one, wounds. Open wounds of bitterness and unforgiveness or hatred or trauma or abuse or violation and damage. Like flies are drawn to open wounds. Demons are drawn to deep wounds in the soul that are not healed, that are open, and that are festering. Wounds. Words. Curses, inner vows, 
Words spoken over someone. Words that have marred and scarred the soul. Words that you can never unhear. Words of rejection that hurt so badly you can hardly breathe. Wounds, words, works, lawless deeds, wicked acts, casting off all restraint, giving oneself over to every evil and immoral desire, perverse, obstinate, abhorrent, unbridled sins. Wounds, words, works, and willfulness. This is what made, willfulness is what made Lucifer, the angel, Satan, the devil. God did not create Satan, the devil. He created Lucifer, the angel. But what made him Satan, the devil, we read in Isaiah 14, 14, was this willfulness, this absolute rebellious willfulness. When he says, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above God. I will ascend above the heights. I will be the most high. Open wounds, inner vows, lawless deeds, willful pride. Four access points that can open the screen door to the Lord of the flies. And what's the result? When an unclean spirit has access, oppressive access into someone's life, what's the result? Well, it's always the same, bondage. Bondage. The work of the devil is to tie up and bind and chain and imprison and enslave. And when an unclean spirit gains access to someone's life, that spirit must be evicted or that person will be held captive. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil, not only to forgive sin, but to free a soul. Yes, the forgiveness of, of our sin, but the freedom of our soul. Christ want, not, wants us not only with our sin forgiven, but with our life free, with freedom in our heart, in our mind, in our soul. This is the kingdom of freedom. To loose, to break, to dissolve and melt and undo the works of the devil. We read in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Not just Mel Gibson and Braveheart and William Wallace, freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day in this kingdom realm as your kingdom pushes out and pushes back and drives out the kingdom 
of darkness of the kingdom that's been here on the earth. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Daily kingdom provision, pardon, and protection from the evil one. Behold the kingdom of God. I want to read the Lord's Prayer to you from the Passion. It's a little different way to read it. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil, the evil one. For you are the king. You are the king who rules, not the evil one. You are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. Daily food, forgiveness, and freedom from the evil one. This is the kingdom of God. And so is there an area of your life where you are not experiencing freedom? Is there some part of your life where you are bound? Well, I bring you words from the king, from the king of kings, who one day walked into his hometown in Nazareth, who took the scroll opened it to Isaiah, and in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, this is what the king says to anyone today who has an area of their life where they are not experiencing freedom. To anyone today who feels bound up, plugged up, locked in, locked down in some area of their life, here's what the king of the kings says. He says in verse 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, and that the oppressed, that the oppressed will be set free. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And then Jesus also says these words in John chapter 8 and verse 36. Therefore, if the Son makes you free... You shall be free indeed. Deliverance is your daily bread in the kingdom of God. Just like forgiveness. Just like provision. Deliverance is your daily bread in the kingdom of God. And if you are not free indeed, then here is what you need to know. There are three opposing forces to your life for your good. Three negative influences in your life to throw you off track, to resist you, to oppose you, to keep you anywhere except living gloriously free and forgiven and 
wonderfully in the kingdom of God. There are three opposing forces that you and I face all our life. And we read about them in James chapter 3 and verse 15. James says, this wisdom does not descend from above. And here's the big three that oppose you. But is earthly, sensual, and demonic. The world, the flesh, and the devil. Does anybody have any clue what I'm talking about? Anybody who's been a Christian more than five days, five minutes. The world the flesh, the devil. We see this again in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2 and 3. Paul says, you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh. There it is again. The world, the flesh, and the devil. And so, what's the antidote? Where's the freedom from these opposing forces that pull? The world has gravity, the flesh has pull, the devil has, tries to have influence. What is the antidote to the world, the flesh, and the devil? Quickly, let me show you. The antidote to the world is the kingdom of heaven and you not being a part of it anymore. Right? This is what Jesus said in John 15 and verse 19. You are not of the world. I chose you out of it. So what's the antidote for the pull of the world? It's the kingdom of God that is within me. Jesus said in John 17, 16, they are not of the world just like I am not of the world. It's good to be geotagged to know exactly where I am and where I belong. The antidote to the world is the kingdom of heaven. The antidote to the flesh is the spirit. Galatians 5, 16 says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Come on. The spirit, the works of the spirit. We, if, we, if we work in the works of the spirit, we crucify the deeds of the flesh. The spirit is the antidote to the flesh. The kingdom of heaven is the antidote to the world. And the exousia of Jesus' name is the antidote to unclean spirits, to the prince of the power of the air, and to the dung God. Freedom. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 17, the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Hupatasso is the Greek word. Even the demons are subject, subordinate to us, under us, obey us in the exousia of your name. And then Jesus said to them, verse 19, behold, I give you authority, exousia. I give you my name, the authority of my name to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. 
And then we read again in Mark 16 and verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. We have been singing it all morning. We've been decreeing it all morning. In my name, you shall cast out demons and his kingdom comes and his will is being done on earth as it is in heaven. Is there an area in your life where you are bound and not free? We are body, soul, and spirit. You know what? If there's an area in your life where you're not free, sometimes you need an appointment with the doctor. Sometimes you need a session with a counselor. And sometimes you need a deliverance from the devil. Well, brother, not everything is the devil. Of course not, but not everything is not the devil either. And so I just personally want to live in daily freedom and daily deliverance. So I'll just maybe not leave any stone unturned, body, soul, and spirit. Your daily bread in the kingdom of heaven is deliverance from the evil one. And as your pastor, I love you enough to tell you, to decree to you that God wants you free in every area of your life. Daily bread. So Jesus goes up north, up past through Lebanon, up into Syria, into the region of Sidon and Tyre. In Mark chapter 7, verse 24. From there he arose, and he goes to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house, and he wanted no one to know it. But he could not be hidden. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. And she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek. She was not Jew. She was not Jewish. She was not a Jewess. No, she was a Greek. She was a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him, cast the devil out of my daughter, cast the devil out of my daughter, cast the devil out of my daughter, cast the devil out of my baby girl, cast the devil. But Jesus said to her, let the children eat first. Let the children be filled first. For it's not good to take the children's bread, the children's bread, and throw it to the little dogs. And she answered and she said, yes, Lord. Yet, even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. And he said to her, for this saying, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed from the crumbs of the children's bread. This is the children's bread. Freedom is the children's bread. So how do I get free? How do I live free? And how do I stay free from the power of the evil one? Are you ready? Will you lean in with me? Here's how. The power of his blood brings forgiveness. The power of his name 
brings deliverance. And the power of his Holy Spirit brings an infilling and a wholeness to us. The power of his blood, the power of his name, and the power of his spirit. Freedom is found in the forgiveness of his blood, in the exousia of his name, and in the fullness of his spirit. Ask the Father to forgive you. Ask the Lord Jesus to deliver you. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. We invoke the blood, we evict the devil, and we invite the Holy Spirit to fill me fresh and new. We invoke the blood, we evict the devil, we invite the Holy Spirit to fill me fresh and anew. We apply the blood of Jesus for our cleansing. We apply the exousia name of Jesus for our deliverance. And we apply the spirit of Jesus for our infilling wholeness and fullness. This is what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus, if the Son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. His blood for cleansing, his name for freeing, and his spirit for filling us. This is how you find freedom. This is how you get free. This is how you live free. James teaches us this. Resist the devil, James 4, 7. Resist him. Don't put up with him. Don't make a truce with him. Don't compromise with him. Resist him. Resist him. Insist and resist the devil. Resist him. And James says, he will flee from you. He will flee from you. The Greek word is run and shun. He will run and shun. When you impose your will, this is what has to happen, everybody. Somebody's going to get set free. Not just today. I'm committing the whole evening service this evening to a freedom service. This whole, I'm going to revisit these thoughts, and we're going to have an entire evening service this evening celebrating freedom. But when you impose your will against the devil, come on, you got to follow me here. Encourage me a little bit. I'm preaching harder and stronger than you're encouraging me. When you impose your will against the devil in the exousia name of Jesus, he will flee from you. He will run and shun because of the exousia. When the blood of Jesus is for forgiving and the name of Jesus is for evicting and the spirit of Jesus for his infilling, Jesus says, I give you power to expel, to evict, to eject, and to pour salt, melt, and dissipate power of the unclean spirit. This is not a prayer. It's a pronouncement. This is not a plea. It's a proclamation. 
This is not me asking. This is me asserting exousia in the name of Jesus. This is an eviction. This is an ejection and an expulsion. All right, team. Come on up. The power of his blood forgives me. The power of his name frees me. And the power of his spirit fills me. And every chain and every claim of the devil is broken and defeated. Stand with me. Freedom's coming. Today is a day for freedom. It's a day when we can pray a prayer that says, Lord, forgive me with your precious blood. Devil, leave me in his powerful name. Holy Spirit, fill me with your fullness and your fire. I'm going to ask you to pray with me right now, out loud, the kingdom prayer, the Lord's prayer. I know there's different translations and versions, and there's a couple different places in the Bible where the words are a little different, but follow with me if you can. Could we pray together? Our Father which art in heaven. Come on, let's say it together. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and thine is the power and thine is the glory forever. Amen. That deliverance prayer is your daily bread. So I want to pray a very special prayer now over anyone who's not free in an area where they are struggling or bound. Not everything is the devil. Some things are counsel. Some, I get that. But we can also totally neglect this entire part of the kingdom of God that pushes back darkness. Not just stress or mental duress and all this. No, sometimes we just need to deal with the devil. Come on, church of Jesus Christ. This is no marshmallow, puffy, fluffy life that we live. This is a kingdom that is pushing against another kingdom. This is real. This is life and death. And there's nothing the enemy would prefer more than you and me over here playing patty cake, patty cake with some kind of thing when the real thing is I need to execute my will against his will. I need to resist him. And I need to call on the exousia power of the name of Jesus and find a freedom that I've not been able to find another way. Your kingdom come to Penrith, Lord. Your kingdom come in this house and let every daughter of Abraham, let every child of God find the freedom that belongs. You paid too much for us to still walk around bound up. 
Faith rise in this house. If you want to go deeper with me, then I'm going to invite you to come back this evening because we're going to have all of our pastors lined up here at the front this evening, helping and standing with every single person who is struggling with some area of their life and they've not had the opportunity or they've not taken the opportunity to find freedom. We will be back here tonight. I'm going to revisit this talk and we are going to have a freedom night, worship and praise and ministry time. And I don't know and I don't care how long it takes. We're just going to have a nice service this evening that's unlike any service we normally have on a Sunday night. And you're welcome to come because let me tell you what we're doing tonight is eating the children's bread. It's the children's bread. I love you. I love you. And I have been moved by the Holy Spirit. Burdened by the Holy Spirit. That there are sons and daughters that are not free. Ought not this daughter of Abraham be set free? I know religious spirits can rise up and say, yes, but not this. And just, I don't talk to me. If I can get one person free, I'll be glad that I have worked so hard and so long on this word to bring this to you. So bow your head, please. I want you guys to get ready of that song, Breaking Every Chain. I know it's kind of quiet and subdued and slowed down, but in a minute, it's going to get active and violent. Hallelujah. Bow your head, please. Holy Spirit is here. You know he's here. You have felt his presence. He's here. He's here. You would say, Pastor, thank you for talking about this. I need this. I need this. I don't know everything there is to know, but I need this. And I want to be free. There is an area in my life that I've not been able to get free in. And if I could be free, then I want to be free. And if the Son has set me free, then I should be free. And so I want deliverance today. Yes, there's an area in my life. I don't necessarily want to talk about it, but there's an area in my life where I'm not free. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If that's you, I'm going to pray these three powerful, amazing, wonderful attributes of Jesus for your freedom because you need to learn to do this for yourself every day. You need to learn to do this for yourself every day. But you'd say, pray for me, all right? No one looking around but me. I'm looking. I'm looking on the stage. I'm looking across the building. And you'd say, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Wonderful. Pray for me. Pray for me. Wonderful. All right. Here's my prayer for you. Heavenly Father, for every beautiful child of God that's in this place today, and even beautiful future children of God that are in this place today, I pray the amazing blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. The blood of Jesus. Now you just start praying that yourself for yourself. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin. You just start saying that right now. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin. All sin. All the sin of the world. All the sin of the world in the blood of Jesus Christ. His precious blood cleanses me right now. Clean, 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 clean by the blood. Clean by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. 
And now you have given me exousia. You have given me. You have given me exousia. You've given me the power of your name. And so I exert my will against the will of an unclean spirit or a dark force that has held me or whatever this thing is. I don't know. But whatever it is, I exert my will against it. And you will not devour me. You will not devour me. You will not devour me. You will flee. I put. I press my will against your will, and I press my will against your will in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I express my will against the will. You are a squatter. You are illegal. You do not belong anywhere near anything I am. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, however you came in, I can tell you how you're going out. You're going out by the name, the exousia of the Lord Jesus Christ. Out, 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 out. I evict you, I evict you, out in the name of Jesus. And now, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, baptize me fresh. Holy Spirit, baptize me new. Holy Spirit, fill every place where there's been a wound. Holy Spirit, fill me with bright and light and beauty and wonder and call all that is heaven and let all that is hell be gone and all that is hell be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Now let's.